Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Truth About Real Estate. Today we have Jacob Leckett from Holdfolio and Syndication Pro, and he is the founder and CEO of these companies. And we today we're going to learn more about how he got started in real estate investing, how he became a syndicator, and how he built a syndication platform for syndicators called Syndication Pro. Welcome, Jacob. Glad to have you on the show. Yeah, thank you very much, Matt. I'm looking forward to it. So let's get started. Tell us how did when and how did you get into real estate? So my real estate journey began uh, when I was in college in 2009. As a freshman, I saw an infomercial about fixing and flipping houses late one night. And <laughs> uh, quite honestly, I no, no one in my family worked in real estate. Uh, I had never really met anyone who worked in real estate. It's all around us, but my exposure to it was nothing. And so I saw this fix and flip uh, infomercial. I signed up for a, a free Friday night seminar, uh, which eventually was a sale, which eventually I got sold to buying the two day weekend, Saturday, Sunday, immediately following. Uh, but I, I had basically went back to my college course offerings and I was studying finance at the time, accounting, and I was looking for real estate. There's nothing on real estate. And I just thought it was really crazy that, uh, that there's nothing on real estate. And so I stuck with it. I, 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 I did the fix and flip seminars. I ended up doing a couple fix and flips through college. And so when I graduated, I had a choice basically, do I go, go the financial realm where maybe I get my CPA license do some investment banking or private equity, something along those lines, or do I do this fix and flip uh, thing? You know, and so my senior year of college, I actually maxed out my student loans, uh, and so I, I for the sole purpose of having cash. Uh, so when I graduated, twenty grand uh, in the bank, and I went and got my realtor's license and started doing fix and flips, uh, and so that was that was my start. Nice. How many fix and flips have you done in your career? So on on, on that side of things, well over, uh, well over a couple hundred. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't keep count of that. I, don't, I actually don't do those anymore. But yeah, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. North of three hundred uh, wow. deals. Yeah, that's a lot of fix and flips, and that's a lot of work. And I'm sure many people say now after the fix and flips, they wish they could have hold held those properties afterwards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Luckily, I held a few, uh, and and they're amazing. Uh, but that was kind of what happened, Maz. I was at that place where I was doing five to ten wholesale and fix and flip deals a month, and it was very transactional. Just always looking for the next deal. I was going in and out. I had my first really good year, uh, and my CPA shared the tax bill with me, and it was six figures, and I couldn't believe it. I was like. I, I, I was like, I'm in real estate. This is, you know, this is supposed to be tax, uh, um, uh, you know, there's supposed to be tax benefits. Like what's going on here? I was thinking, do I need to fire the CPA? You just know what he's doing. Uh, and he explained that, you know, all, all, everything you do is short term. It's all under 12 months. You're active. You're actively, you know, part of it. So it's, it's ordinary income. You got to pay, you know, ordinary income rates and, and self-employment. And he explained if you hold it more than 12 months, then you could put it into service as a rental property or, you know, the gain would be capital gains, tax much lower. And uh, so, so that was really what got me thinking about how do I own real estate over the long term? And I actually had met someone with a, with a small portfolio uh, of rentals, uh, just kind of a one-man shop. Uh, is actually uh, was my landlord when I first moved to Indianapolis from Reno, Nevada. And so I met this guy. He had a small. He's like in his fifties, has a small portfolio, but it, but he he said he's making six figures, uh, and and he's just going around collecting his rent. And and so I kind of thought about that for a minute. You know, having having a portfolio that's month over month paying those rent dividends, and and um, and it actually felt like a breath of fresh air. And so in uh 2014 
I got out of fix and flip and wholesale deals and got into buying holds. Nice. That's a great story to hear. And, you know, I think a lot of people try to start with fix and flips and they, you know, get, definitely get their feet wet, learn a lot about it, learn all the details, things to do, not to do and take the risk involved. But yeah, investing into multifamily real estate, investing in general with rental income, passive income, even though you're active, you're less active than a fix and flip, you're less risk and you're basing it more on the income potential and the growth, right? Yeah. So what yeah, happened after getting started into the multi-units? How did you feel getting your first, how did you get your first property and how do you feel after that? Yeah. So actually what happened is I, in 2014, I started, I was doing all the single family home flips. Uh, and so I, when I went to my buy and hold model, it was with single family homes. And so I was putting together portfolios of 10 single family home rentals. I was managing them and then I was getting investors involved to provide the provide the, the equity and I was doing more of a partnership model where I would I would keep 30% ownership. I would do all of the management all the day to day. My investors would get 70% ownership. They get a return on capital. And so those are my first syndications uh, and, and partnerships. And then in 2017, uh, in 2016, late 2016, I started learning about uh, multifamily and picked up my first multifamily deal in uh, January of 2017, uh, a little 46 unit. A little 46 unit. So you're kind of that, <laughs> yeah. that little when normally I think people start with like a unit maybe, you know? Yeah. So you I had a 46 unit to start off the bat on a multi-unit. Yeah. And so at the time I had over a hundred single family home rentals and I, I had met uh, a multifamily operator uh and and they said you you already have all the tools under your belt with you know being able to manage 100 single family homes is much 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 infinitely times more difficult than managing a 100 unit multifamily building right and and he was right because you have all the all of your single family homes they're all over town they're all different they're all unique you know you've got logistics issues and and everything you're trying to do where a multifamily property it's a business unit it's it's all there it's self-contained it's its own you know operating their uh their systems and and you know all your one bedroom one baths uh you know that model they're all the same right you can use the same countertops the same you know fixtures and so uh so yeah ba based upon that individual's advice he he told me that i have you already have all the working knowledge you just need to go out and and do it and so uh, so yeah, I had, I had known of a apartment building that was, uh, run down in a neighborhood that I bought single family homes in, uh, had no idea how big the unit count or anything, but I knew it was there. I drove driven by it enough times, uh, where I thought it was in a good area, but the property didn't, uh, didn't, uh, represent that. And so I thought it was a good opportunity. Uh, and so I ended up uh, doing some research on that deal getting in touch with the owner directly. And uh, it was about a, about a four week or a four month, four month process, sorry, but ended up buying that 46 unit uh, as the first deal. That's a good deal to buy, especially when you're doing direct to, uh, to owner and then you're getting the timeline to be able to work with them to actually get the deal and close it too. I think one yeah, of the challenges I, people face is like, how do you get the financing in order? How do you, the mindset to actually acquire a building just like that? Because, you know, it's yeah. difficult. Well, yeah, here's the thing. And with our single family homes, we didn't do debt, like, you know, bank, we didn't do debt financing. And so that was, a, that's a big component of multifamily. Uh, it's, it's important you, you should have some good debt sources. And so going into that first, that first deal, I too was in that boat. I had, had not done it yet. I'm asking for maybe a you know, multi-million dollar loan, was not sure about how that would work or how that would go down. And uh, this particular apartment, it was run down. It, the guy was kind of being a bit slumlord. And so what I had actually done is I said, given the current condition of this building, I'm not, I can't finance it. My bank told me no. And quite honestly, I never asked my bank, but I was just coming at him with this. Uh, and I said, I said, I can't finance this. The you know, it's not, not in good enough condition. It needs a lot of work. He agreed that does need work. Uh, and I said, I need you to hold, I need you to hold back 70% of the total purchase price 
uh, and I can refinance in it within three years. Uh, once I, once I renovate it and get it into better condition, no problem, but I just need you to, uh, to hold back the note. And he said, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, it's great. Uh, you know, not all those conversations go that way, but that's how, that's how it works when you're out there trying to put deals together. Uh, they, they do work eventually. Yeah, I think you're right. And the fact that you say, you know, you're trying to, you're out there, you're trying to reach out to people, you're trying to find the people who are willing, motivated, and you're finding the, how to put deals together. And some of them will agree, and some of them can afford to put the deal together and let you do seller carrybacks. And especially with a, you know, 70% hold in three years, that's a great, you know, probably great for them as well. They're gained to, you know, break down that investment over time. So that's yeah. probably beneficial to them as well. So when you started doing that, like, did you started thinking about like automation and how do you how do you make the process smoother going from a hundred hundred single family homes to a forty six unit? Like, how's the processes and automations, or how do you work your workflow? So that was that was learned that was learned by fire, right? So I I did not strategically go into that first multifamily purchase um, getting you know asset management for example, experience or training. Um, I probably at that time didn't even know the term what asset management meant. And so that was, that was one of the biggest, uh, biggest learning curves for, for my journey was that uh, with multifamily, there's a lot more asset management involved. Uh, there's certain key performance metrics. Uh, you really, the art of asset management is being able to, how I like to think of it is, is having a pulse on the property. And, and that, that involves occupancy, that involves collections, uh, everything that goes around those, like how many move outs are scheduled. Like if you're not looking at how many move outs are scheduled in the next 30 to 60 days, um, you know, you're not, you're not able to prepare for if you have, like a big handful of move outs, do you need to get an extra vendor involved to handle those churns? Uh, if, if you have occupancy issues, you know, week over week, month over month, why, you know, or being, being able to spot those trends and, and being on top of them. So, so from, from, from the way I approached it, I learned that by fire, by doing uh, trial and error. Uh, now our systems are, are, much more in place and, and robust, but uh, on those first deals, it was it was more of a, a learn as you go uh, experience. Yeah, I think um, I think the mindset for a lot of people is like when you jump into multifamily units, you know, having a property manager, you kind of assume that property manager takes care of everything. But at the same time, becoming an asset manager, you're actually overseeing the property, the picture in whole, and trying to make sure it's running smoothly based on metric performance metrics, yeah. and to make yeah. sure that they're your whole team is doing what they need to get done and especially with yeah. occupancy rate and uh, especially during this time period to make sure you, that you're not, you're not having high occupancy and that you're turning over units quick as possible with the right team right but how do you yeah. manage all that it's you know becomes a lot, a lot of work i think in people's mindset like they don't you know people might not think what software to use how do you manage it how do you connect with everyone and get everyone on the same page and track mm -hmm. track your results yeah so what kind of automation did you start moving into to do, make that happen? Uh, really the, the, the foundation of, of our operations is property management software. So we use uh, Propertyware with RealPage. And so that's, that's our foundation from an operational perspective. And then for asset management in terms of tracking those performance metrics like like occupancy collections uh, move outs move-ins evictions you know all, all those things make readies um, a lot of the make readies done in the soft the property management software as well but uh, we we use a Google uh, sheet and so it's shared collaboratively amongst uh, amongst the different team members people have responsibilities and different metrics to update uh, and then our um, of course vision, uh, with the syndication platform with, with syndication pro is to build these types of asset management tools into the platform so that it's a, you know, it's, it's an all in one stop shop for, for anyone syndicating and doing asset management and, and those types of things.
Yeah, that makes sense too, especially with using Syndication Pro. If you can get different modules in place, either you're buying a la carte or you're buying the whole package together, enterprise level, and you're being able to track the performance of all your syndications, all the multi-unit properties in different you know, syndication funds and seeing the real-time results of it and having your whole team be on the same platform together. Uh, that definitely makes a lot of sense and saves time. I'm pretty sure most uh, syndicators are not doing all of that together on one platform. I haven't seen one platform that can handle everything uh, smoothly. Yeah. Okay. So why did you build your own platform? Why not just buy, uh, buy one already existing? It's a good question. And in 2013, when I set out to, to do this, uh, there was no, there was no investor management portal or, you know, investor portal. It didn't exist. The, the only thing really out there was there's, there's a few really early kind of white label crowdfunding platforms. Uh, but they, they didn't really match up very well with what, what someone as an operator, a single operator would be looking to do. And so uh, initially I built it myself to, to uh, in order to do what I wanted to do, which at the time in 2013 was, I, I had seen some of the very first early crowdfunding, real estate crowdfunding platforms. And I just really loved the idea that investors could come to a site, they could register, they could view deals, they could invest in those deals. I, I really liked that idea. And so um, that that's, was kind of the initial, um, initial reason why we built out our website to do that. So we built out our website with our web developers so that, so that investors could come register, they could view our deals, they could invest, they could have a dashboard where they could see updates and, and metrics um, in order to get the first version of that launched is about nine months. Uh, it, it's a big, it's a big build and a lot, a ton of time and, and a lot of money, much, much more than I ever thought I'd ever sign up for. Um, but we got our first version out. It probably took quite honestly, 18 to 24 months until we were at a point where it was more kind of stable considered where there wasn't like something we were always working on. And so that takes us into, uh, 2018 where I had heard of, um, some investor portals, some software. And so uh, at that time, I was thinking from my perspective, maybe it's a good, maybe it's actually a good time for me to uh, retire what I've built uh, and, and upgrade to, to another platform, another service. So I jumped on some demos and after an hour long demo, I was sitting there thinking, you know, this, Number one, it doesn't look good. This doesn't look good. And what I had developed, I'd always kept that in mind. Like I, I need it to look crisp, clean, modern. So, so that was my first impression. Like this doesn't look good. Number two, it's complicated. There's a lot. There's a lot, a lot going on there that doesn't that doesn't necessarily apply to me. After an hour long demo, I feel like I'm a pretty savvy person. I should understand. You know, I should I should feel pretty good about what's in front of me. And and I didn't get that feeling. Uh, and then pricing, it was really it was really expensive as well. Uh, and so all those things considered, I kind of actually looked back at what I had already built and thought, you know, there's, there's probably a lot of room in here to actually take what I've already built, team up with my, with the owner of my web development company uh, and, and offer that because I had, I already had colleagues and people that I worked with asking how to replicate Holdfolio, how to replicate what I built, you know, back in 2015, 16, 17, I already had people asking that question. And so, uh, so yeah, I went ahead and uh, pitched the owner of the web development company, a digital agency, Amit Meta, uh, on the idea of taking what we'd already built with Holdfolio, polishing it up and making it so that uh, other real estate operators could, could sign on and, and use it. And so uh, that's, that's exactly what we did, Matt. And it's been, um, it's been amazing, just a tremendous experience uh, making it. 
Yeah, I think I think it's a great platform. I actually use it too. And I think it's a great platform. It's pretty clean. It's really fast. It's intuitive. Being a tech guy for over 15 plus years and seeing different products out there, working with engineers, developers on multiple products and CRMs and everything out there. It's pretty clean. It's pretty up there. And it's um, I see you developing relatively fast uh, for the syndication world. And it's becoming easier and easier and faster and faster to do that and actually helps save time and automations so that way you can focus more on the multi-units on the syndication side of things rather than on the kind of company b side the back end stuff for a operator so that's yeah. one of the most important things for a operator is to find good um platform to team up with to work with to use it as the back-end system for the clientele and i think number one important thing for me is making sure that it's user-friendly for anyone to use and especially for clients investors to use and i demoed a lot of uh syndication platforms out there and some of them are kind of old school looks like 1990 it's kind of clunky takes too much time to do something you want it should take a split second right to do what you mm -hmm. need to get done it shouldn't have to jump through all these hoops and settings and configurations uh mm -hmm. to get that done and I'm sure, you know, for example, like Apple being make the more you make it simplistic, the harder it is to actually do to accomplish to make that happen. But when you do it, it becomes, you know, just intuitive. Like, how come no one else has done that before? Why is it so, so much easier to do that? And I'm sure for your guys, it takes a lot. It took a lot of time to do that. You said like 18 to 24 months just to even get comfortable to yeah. where you're at. And, and I think what's happened in the industry is that these platforms have been built by technologists uh kind of teaming up with a real estate firm and then it's this process of the technologist learning from the real estate firm like what what do they need and, and these are solutions that we could we could offer and then you have lots of big institutional real estate firms with their certain like demands like wh what they need and so you you get this solution that is is just very complicated it's bulky uh and for them to kind of rebuild that entire infrastructure it's like it's it's a goliath uh project for for them to take on so they've just been kind of you know maintenancing it seeing what small changes where where when syndication pro started out we had already been raising money online for rights six years right so so we'd already done that scene there been through it so our first out of the box version was so many steps ahead uh, because we weren't learning along the way and so now um with having savvy people like you on the platform and 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 myself as an actual real estate operator and, and a sponsor and being able to everyone's in the same shoes right so i think that's that's really what what drives in. and obviously our, our we have a phenomenal design and, and engineering team project management team uh couldn't thank them enough uh some really good talent but i think those are the, those are the keys and how i visualize it how how we're able to deliver uh, a product that just stands stands apart from from the rest yeah i think one thing i like too as an operator is the fact that i can actually leave feedback and you guys will actually take a look at it i think even within the first week of using your platform i gave you like 20 to 30 different uh bug requests uh, features typos um a lot uh just design alignments and you guys took that response and you know basically updated based on my feedback and that's kind of nice to hear because some companies won't even care or they don't have time to take a look at it you know and i think another company i work with um chime crm i gave them 385 different feedbacks on a spreadsheet massive spreadsheet and they actually accomplished 90 percent of the fixes and they even had their developers fly to my office to meet me to go through all of them every quarter because yeah. we're giving so much good feedback to the their team, especially coming from a cybersecurity background with Q&A involvement. I can just mm -hmm. spot bugs instantly, spot all the different issues or features that should be in place. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that with your platform that it's it becomes easier and easier. You know that you're investing into the right platform that will actually consider what you're doing and how it works and tell you yes or no why it makes sense of what you're looking at. That matters um, a lot. And I think that's a good thing to have. Yeah, we need to have, it's key to have our super users like like you who have uh, actually this amazing combination of technical expertise and real estate expertise. That's not, it's not a common uh, combination. So it's, it's good. I th yeah, and I, I like how um, when you see
platforms are actually built by the experts who are already in the trenches doing everything. They, I think those software actually comes out way better than a big institutional because like you say, you have institutional and a tech guys building it and maybe real estate guys, that's three different people. But when you have the real estate investor in mind or the agents in mind who are building the platform at the same time of utilizing it, they understand better exactly what they need. And those systems over long term come out way better because it's built by the user. Um, others, you know, when they already have a system in place, they're not going to scrap the whole project and restart a new one based on the current market. They're going to keep, you know, filling the holes into it, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. It just becomes a big, you know, like a big Swiss cheese. It's, it's still going to be broken. It's still going to be old, and you're not going to get to where you need unless you kind of restart. Yeah, yeah. So let's take a look at it. Can we jump into Syndication Pro and talk uh, about syndications? Yeah, definitely. Let me let me go ahead and um... yeah. While you're pulling that up too, like what are some of the challenges you know opera syndicating operators come into, and like why do they even when do they start looking for a platform to use, and why do they use it? Yeah, it's it's really it's really about saving time, our most precious resource. There's there's of course a lot that goes into it. Uh, there's a customer service element for investors. There's um, there's lead capture. So with our platform, we give you the ability to actually capture leads on your on your website. This also really helps increase referral rates. So as your investors talk to each other, they're able to come find you, and then and then those referrals are actually able to like sign up and, and see see what you're up to. Um, so so really, the the key things are, and you kind of alluded to earlier, is is really getting everything into one place. So, so getting the back office into one place, saving time, there's a ton of automations um, and, and kind of streamlined flow workflows that you're able to have. There's a CRM built in, so you, you have all your contacts. So really from the operator's perspective, it's, it's, really, it's consolidating, getting everything into one space, uh, if you're doing things conventionally, you're probably not doing them as secure as you should be. So getting a platform like this, you're able to have a secure environment to host things like tax documents and, and certain detail investor details so you can manage those partnerships. Uh, so, so yeah, it's, it's a big update uh, across the board. Um, typically, there's different types of operators who we work with. Uh, people just starting out, they're looking for that credibility. They're looking for a foundation to grow with. We have a kind of mid-market people who a lot of a lot of the key principles in these organizations are also doing an investor relation type related. They're they're involved in the capital raising. They're involved in the asset management, and so now they're by upgrading to a platform like Syndication Pro, they're able to just save a ton and ton of time and and with with calls and and managing all, all those workflows. And then we have our institutional uh, people as well, where they're looking for, they, they have a team of, of uh, a large team. They're looking to get their team in one place. They're looking to um, segment workflows. And uh, maybe what we've seen on the institutional side is they're probably switching from, from an old and tired platform to kind of the new, the new cutting, a, cutting edge type place. So, why, why don't I go ahead and get my screen shared? We can get, get some yeah. eyes uh, on it. this. So, so what, what we're looking at here is a login page. So when what our users get is a, a login page and a sign-up page. And so the platform is branded to your company. So where you see your logo here, that would be that would be the the real estate firm's logo, your your real estate firm's logo. You can also cut, uh, set some custom branding, so you can set your primary and secondary colors. So this can really match with your brand. Um, there's a sign up page as well. So you have uh, these sign up and login pages. This is where you can do. Uh, lead capture, so you can have a link on your site where where people can actually register with you, and they'll be added to your CRM, and and you can develop that relationship uh, accordingly. And then we also have the ability to uh, embed these forms directly on your website. So how it works 
is either either it's opening this page, which uh, you know is is separate from your website, although it is branded and themed to feel like your website. Um, and then you could also embed the form directly on your site so that they're they're logging in or filling out directly. So um, let, let's go ahead and I'll, I'll show you around the investor facing side of things. Yeah, that'd be uh, great. Real quick. And so so here is uh, Jordan Cross, an investor. So she's logged into her investor dashboard. It went ahead and directed us to this pending investment. Uh, so there's a lot of little things that we do through the platform to make sure that the investor experience is seamless. So for example, they have a pending investment, they're probably logging in and it's they're probably looking for some type of update or they need to do something with regard to this investment. So uh, so, so we're going to direct them to that penny investment. So that way they're not clicking around, searching, looking for uh, what they need to. They have uh, active investments here uh, as well. So each of their investments are listed. They have some overview metrics. Um, there's a neat account statement view where, where they can view kind of their portfolio and distributions over time and, and all of and a couple different tables as well. They can download this. Um, in addition. And then um, really, it's nice to have all their updates in one place. So all of their investments, uh, their updates are here, they can, they can uh, segment by offering type, distributions are all, all here, people investors love to know uh, when, when and how they're getting paid. And so all this information is here, easy to download it uh, to Excel as well for your investors. There's a document manager, uh, here, so very, very intuitive. The most popular document is uh, is the tax document, right? So we have that front center. They can see documents that they've signed related to any deals, accreditation, offering documents, so all these different types, and then uh, profiles as well. So how how are they investing, right? They can invest in their individual name, as we can see here. Uh, or they could be investing as a LLC or trust. And so this gives them the ability to track all those different types of investments. Um, another unique feature is, is the ability for the investor to share their account. So they can go ahead and grant access to a CPA or, or a spouse. Uh, and, and that way the investor can um, kind of share, share those details. And then uh, maybe one of the most important things here is the ability to actually see your deals uh, and invest in them. So there's there's active offerings uh, that they can view and, and invest in. There's also reservations. So uh, we, we allow our, our companies to take soft commitments. It's a really, really powerful tool to, um, to engage your investors, to, to get investors kind of one foot in the door and get them halfway committed um, and keep investors updated as well. So, um, so yeah, the, these these uh, pages are pretty clean. You have images and key highlights, uh, a written summary of the deal. You can embed things like video and all your documents are here uh, as well. So the investor can do everything. And then, and then the investment process is pretty seamless as well. Uh, you, they, they go through, uh, we can take a quick look. They can download all the documents. They confirm they have the information they need. They uh, select how they're how they'll be investing. Uh, they can add a new profile type at that moment. They'll go ahead and submit how much they like to invest, and then um, and then we'll go ahead and prompt them if there's any missing profile details. Um, we'll prompt them to take care take care of those details. Uh, that way, that way you have all the information you need. They sign the document directly uh, here. Uh, so this opens up in the platform. They sign the document that you need. And then they'll also see your funding instructions. So wire or check instructions. Um, they'll also tell you how they're funding. So if they select wire, we'll ask them when they, when they plan to initiate the wire transfer. That way, from the real estate sponsor's perspective, all these details are right at your fingertips as you're managing that entire process. So uh, that, that's a pretty good view at the, of the investor facing. Matt, you think there's anything to highlight or should, I, should we take a look at that admin side? Uh, let's do both. So let's take a look at the absence side first and then we'll come back, we'll come back to this. Or actually, let me do this. Let's stay here. Let's go back for a second. Sure. 
So for example, let's go back to the investor investing page, the first page invest. Yeah. So for me, when, you know, I'm using a platform just uh, like syndication pro, which I am, um, this platform makes it easy too, because you think about as a syndicator, do you really want to do email Excel sheets, um, website pages and make it so hard to utilize as a investor? You want your client to have the best experience possible and having a real platform helps you feel like you're working with a real institutional syndicator who knows what they're doing, who has a platform rather than say, Hey, just let me just email you some files and stuff like that. Take a look. You're interested. Sign up here. Right. It doesn't mm -hmm. make you feel like, okay, wow, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm giving, you know, 20,000, 50,000, 100,000, and this is how I'm working. But when you start seeing this too, you're actually building a brand too because people recognize that, hey, you have a real syndication platform, you are a syndicator, and you're you know pr promoting offerings. And with that in mind, you, you're making it so easy for a user investor to watch their where their funds are going. And by having this upfront, display it makes it gives you more trust when i can see a you know multi-unit building for example this you know atlantic creek apartments for example um it shows your offering it shows you the minimum investments the terms the cash and cash returns the targets the multipliers mm -hmm. the hurdles but imagine if i gave you a spreadsheet with the same information which one would you choose you'll mm -hmm. choose this website right and if you're comparing where do I put my funds into syndicator one or syndicator two? And if it's the exact same fund, for example, you would choose the one who has a platform because you can feel more trusted. And when you do that, you can actually watch where your money's going, how it's working, the um, how you're getting payouts, you're signing your documents, everything's tracked, kept in a log in one place, and it's easy access for the user to understand, hey, here's my investments, here's my money, here's the timeline, here's the updates, here's um, all my files. But if you were doing it the original way, the old school way, even if you're just starting, uh, where's your files at? It's Oh, it's in my emails, right? Or it's in a Google Drive, or in this might be not fully secure. You know, mm. how do I find my K1s, my tax documents for my CPA every year? What's the latest updates? Are you gonna go through and look at your old emails for them? That mm. gets really complicated, right? So this becomes easier to use. And can we jump into one of the investments that view the details? Yeah. So like when you're viewing details, you can see all the photos, you can click, you can embed videos on it and you can see all the targets that they have in the description of the property. Um, and you know, this makes people want to, you know, uh, they're falling in love with the property. They follow, they understand your goal. They understand the targets. They understand the investment. It makes it so much easier to invest into the property rather than saying, Hey, here's a bunch of emails. Here's some bunch of files. Here's the spreadsheet with numbers visually yeah, it's, a solution uh, appearance to that. Right. Yeah. We found a lot of people, uh, th this creates a, a one-stop shop. So instead of like you're mentioning, sending the, uh, the, uh, the offering memorandum and, and, you know, underwriting these documents, emailing them over and over and over and answering all these questions, repetitive questions. Here you have one place to direct investors. It's self-serve where they have all the details they need in a nice, clean fashion. And what we find uh, is that 80 to 90% of the investors, uh, assuming you have good relationships with them and, and they're well-qualified, uh, they, they come in, they self-serve the information they need, and they invest. Uh, the remaining 10% maybe may shoot you a question or two um, uh, before they invest, but it, it really streamlines that process uh, incredibly well. And I think, you know, I, I treat syndication software like it's a investment into your business. And the investment is that, you know, you're, you're working on a syndication company, you're investing into the business with a platform, and like um, Jacob says, self-serving. So the fact is your your goal is to generate more leads, more investors to your portal. And by doing it and showcasing these properties, they see what you're doing, how you're doing it, the numbers, and it makes sense for them to invest. But what happens after that is that they'll reinvest because they know that you're performing mm -hmm. well, they can track the results and they like what you're doing. They're most likely going to reinvest into your next uh, syndication as well. And it's easy for them to keep track. Right. Because they, they want to grow their their portfolio, right? They have their other investments here already. They have their everything they need, their statements, their overview. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's incentivizing to, to keep, keep coming back. That's true. And then, you know, by this feeling too alone and the way it's working, it 
they're most likely going to tell everyone they know when they're having really good performance on their properties and they're having good experience. They're going to tell their friends about it too. And their friends are most likely accredited just like them or they're sophisticated just like them. So it makes it easier to keep growing your network and to expand uh, your syndication, right? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So let's jump into the backend um, and show a little bit about how it works. How do you even set up a property and like um, kind of a little steps? Yeah. Yeah. So what we're looking at is the admin dashboard. So th this is where all your company users would come to log in. Each, each person gets the individual login. We can see uh, here some key stats. So uh, how much inactive capital are you managing over how many investments? What's the average investment amount? And then uh, all time. So even on deals that you went full cycle on, what's, what's your all time uh, invested? And then how much have you sent out distributions? Uh, a, lot, a lot of nice metrics to keep a thousand foot view and an idea of how your business is doing. Uh, there's some quick links to your leads. So people who, who have registered with you but do not have investments. Uh, we have a, a nice workflow here to track who you have a relationship with. So it's as easy as making a toggle here to verify an account. And this really comes in handy when it comes to uh, visibility. So on the platform, you can control on any given offering, uh, any given deal that you have, you can control exactly who can see that. So you have uh, a full full control of that, um, and then your your offerings are listed here. Some other some other high level uh, details, and then the CRM is built into two components. Uh, there's leads, uh, as I said, anyone who doesn't have an investment with you, you can see uh, their contact details, how much they're looking to invest, where they are if they've said they're accredited, uh, when they last logged in. And then um, and then also the investors uh, are, are listed here. It's a different view, right? So you have the investor contact details, how many investments they have, total capacity. And so you can kind of segment, you can, you can tag contacts, make different, uh, different, different views here. Um, and then, and then each, each contact has, um, has their own detailed page. So Let's look at Jordan Cross since we are in this investors uh, in her in her account just moments ago. So we can see um, all of Jordan's uh, contact information here, her investments, her activity. Minutes ago, we had we had placed this investment, um, updated the profile. All, all these details are tracked. We have uh, notes, of course. Uh, email is a two-way sync. So you sync it up one time, and then all emails ever exchanged with this contact are synced here, uh, whether you're emailing through the platform directly or if you're just emailing out of your no normal outbox. Uh, you, have, you have documents, uh, summary of, of all their distributions, um, you know, if, if they if they're made any reservations investments here everything is at your fingertips so so anything that your investor can do you can do as well uh, and, and so every everything is here for you uh, you can do things like pull an account statement so if an investor asks you for an account statement even though it's available to them very readily and easily you could also come in here and pull the account statement and then uh, go ahead and email this right so you can email this directly to the investor two clicks to uh, to get that done and then you can also log in as investors uh, so so really really powerful when it comes to tracking these accounts and, and all those all the information so what you're creating is a really good experience for the investor because the fact that you can help them you can um you know if they call you, you have the question you know of course you want to address as quickly as possible to help mm -hmm. serve their needs and understanding and by doing that too you're having a good direct relationship with them and being mm -hmm. able to send the account statement email they might be in a rush they don't know what to do they you can email to them their cpa uh, get them what they need but by having this platform here you can you know log in as their account and kind of go through it walk them through the step-by-step -step of fully understanding properties for example the numbers for mm -hmm. example your financials where to get your k1 but overall doing this is you're really creating a really great relationship with that uh client investor because they're understanding that hey you're watching out for their best interest you have everything at your fingertips uh to guide them through the process and the number one thing is you're making them feel comfortable with them investing in you and your team and that's really important as a syndicator you don't want to lose any investor you want to give them the best experience possible so that they'll mm -hmm. keep 
investing and keep growing with you and believing in your team to grow their portfolio, their funds, right? Yeah, absolutely, Matt. And and so here we have the portfolio, right? All, all of our deals are here. Uh, you see a couple are open for investment, a couple are in the managed state. Uh, when it comes, a big part of it, as you were mentioning, is sending updates to investors. So it's very easy. One one click, you can come in here, send an update. You can you can choose to email this update to every investor. You could include the account statements. You can attach files. So really powerful way to keep investors updated on their investments. And then if we drill into any given offering, uh, the first page is the investors tab. So this is your complete workflow for raising money. We can see we have a five million dollar total raise. Two point three is committed, means two point six is remaining. Um, how much is approved? So usually we approve investments when they're funded uh, and signed. So we can see what you know what's in the door, and really have all these metrics on hand as you raise. The entire workflow is here, so you can see each investment request is listed. It keeps track of automatically the date that they sign, uh, when they when they fund. Uh, you have their self-accreditation, so if they said they're accredited or not. And then you can also track accreditation. So if you have to verify uh, with a letter or or you know verify that they're accredited, you can keep track of that. And then also things like funding details. So when how do they plan? How do they plan to fund and 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 when? Uh, and then you can leave notes uh, of anything in between. So your entire capital raising um, uh, workflow is right here on one page for you. So you can seamlessly this, you know, conventionally you're you're in different spreadsheets, you're managing different emails, you know, it's, it's really a segmented process. Um, so it's, it's, it's very, very powerful. And then you have uh, your subscription documents. So for example, when we just put that investment request in, we did not sign, right? So it says that says that we didn't start that investment. Well, with one click, I can send a reminder. Uh, so this will this will send a, a email to the investor with a direct link to click in and, and start signing. So you can you can um, manage this entire process. So um, of course, you have distributions on the on the project. So there's a cap table. Uh, history of all distributions there you can import distributions or calculate them uh, based based upon everyone's ownership percentage uh, and then and then updates so uh, really full circle everything you need when when managing uh, these syndications and partnerships uh, right here in this module I think that's important too because you know distributions can, can it is super complex because how do you for example if you had 100 investors and they all had different percentages how do you calculate it on an excel spreadsheet you know you, you're going to create a lot of formulas and are you 100% guaranteed that that's exactly right and if you had a system in place which had you know the calculations um you can show it on the distribution put the outputs of the performance and then mm -hmm. it accordingly to each person right and then yeah. they see that result in their account and they know their numbers in their accounts, everything's auto-calculated for them versus mm -hmm. sending a spreadsheet or individualized sending updates individually to each person. It's super yeah. time consuming. Yeah. And so uh, in addition, you have mass email functionality. So number one, you have complete transparency. Every single email that is sent out, you can see um, what they're sent. And then you also have mass email uh, functionality here where you can come in and email to certain groups of people uh, or all your contacts uh, create messages uh, you can you can preview emails but you can do all your mass mass emailing through the platform you have uh, reports built in so all your data is at your fingertip if, if you wanted to see how many how many users registered over a given period of time you can pull the report uh, export to excel if you'd like to uh, on this point Syndication Pro also, even though we have mass email and, and the CRM, everything built in, depending on your business model, if you are using other software apps, other CRMs or other other uh, other emailing services, you can also uh, integrate that seamlessly with Syndication Pro. So you could set it up so that if, if someone registers on Syndication Pro, maybe they're added to your MailChimp uh, e email account. So uh, those are in here. But Sticking with the reports, uh, everything, all the details, your, your investments, distributions, uh, a tax report, your CPA will love you. Uh, you just 
pull pull for the period in time, uh, and and then it will show all the details your CPA needs to file partnership returns. Uh, if you're doing blue sky filings, we show you a Form D report. Again, your securities attorney will be impressed. Uh, and then there's also we keep track of for your investors if they if they change their address or they update their bank details or distribution preferences. We keep track of all those changes, so you get notifications, and then you can also see a report at any given time for any any changes that have 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 happened. So, um, a lot of a, a lot of great features uh, in the settings um, in, in terms of automating introduction calls. For example, if if someone when they register, if you want to show them a message and invite them to schedule a call with you, you can do that. Um, and then um, all, all of the automated emails, so all the admin notifications that you get uh, are here. You can customize these. Same thing with user notifications. So these are all automated emails based on triggers. Uh, and so you can customize these to your liking, um, your company users, your, your login and sign up pages. So here you can change the background of the, of the login and sign up pages. You can do custom custom theming for your primary secondary colors and then you can also copy the iframe code as, as well uh, to embed directly into your site and then uh, there's co-sponsors as well so if you're doing any deals with anyone else any other companies any other individuals um, it, it's it's an amazing amazing uh, module that lets you uh, do deals with other people so you assign them certain offerings they get their own platform. The deal syncs up between the two. So in real time, you can raise capital uh, together. So uh, that, that's a pretty good overview uh, without getting too in-depth, Matt, uh, of what we got working Actually, on here. Yeah. I, I love it. I think you know people need to see this and people need to understand the benefits of using uh, a syndication platform, especially when you're a new syndicator operator or even an existing one, because you just see how much easier this is with you know back in automation and this platform is a full automation platform so you understand the benefits uh, with it and just the scalability to scale to more and more properties and uh, investment opportunities it's so much easier to keep track because i cannot imagine keeping track of hundreds of um, investors with you know spreadsheets or emails right mm -hmm. it's too much and to have a platform that can do it and fully function and provide the experience for a user is great. And it's definitely a good investment that's worth it to do it. Um, and how does like, for example, like, you know, creating all these crowdfunding platforms or even the software for the industry in the syndication world, how does that, has that been helping everyone that you've been talking to? I'm sure you've, you've gotten a lot of new customers and, you know, people who upgrading from their current state. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's probably one of the funnest parts about running Syndication Pro, quite honestly, is because you get to experience uh, other people who are signing up, who are getting worked in and comfortable and, and saying, hey, uh, this is amazing, right? I love what you've built. I love what you've brought here. Uh, same thing with people switching from, from other platforms. Like uh, we have people that are, that are very frustrated um you know unhappy they they're looking for another option they get they start getting settled in and 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 life's back right they're happy life's back uh back in place and and we've made a difference we've, we've made we've made people's lives better so so yeah it's it's been really really fun we uh continue to build um we have a we have a big team we continue to build uh new features staying cutting edge kind of leading the industry and and uh it's just it's just really fun uh it's, it's been really rewarding to to also meet also meet other savvy operators we we've grown uh fivefold so far in 2020 uh on the on the number of firms uh using syndication pro and so just incredible growth it's almost exclusively word of mouth and and um and, and organic uh growth and so so yeah it's been really exciting meeting meeting all these amazing operators and and you know like yourself uh learning learning and and just making making an infrastructure uh, uh an environment here where it's a true one-stop shop for the syndicator 
What were the kind of like when people started looking at Syndication Pro and they started talking to you guys about it, what needs did it initially fill for them? And, you know, like what platforms were they kind of using or, you know, how are they doing their business? Yeah, it, it goes everything from kind of old school, right? Traditional uh, spreadsheets and email. So that's always a nice, that's always a fun sw switch from someone who has been handling this in spreadsheets and email and segmented systems. Uh, you know, they're trying to save costs and, and they're going through all these different workarounds. Uh, and then they finally say, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to adopt this. And then, and then their mind's blown. They're like, man, I, I can't believe I ever did deals without this after they, after they get settled in and, and do their first deal, for example. Uh, so, so yeah, it's, that's one of my favorite uh, kind of cases. And then I'm sure you've probably seen the results from it once they switched over and they started using the platform. I'm sure their customers, you know, probably gave them feedback, investors. And did you see them start syndicating more properties faster? Their, uh, the raises getting bigger in the, t the timelines? Yeah, we, we've had clients forward us emails from investors thanking them for, you know, saying one, one email uh, said something to the fact that, that, that they're, they invest in many, many deals and hands down is the best platform they've, they've experienced. So, uh, so yeah, from a customer, customer service and from the investor's perspective, it's huge. And you guys are syndicators yourself, uh, first and foremost, and you guys have been syndicating a lot of deals and I'm sure you're using your own platform to syndicate. And with that in mind, you kind of getting real time feedback based on everything you're doing and touching, right? And your clients. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we're we're uh, syndication pro users, right? So Holdfolio, my real estate company, uses syndication pro. Our team uses it on a daily basis. I live and breathe the actual uh, use of it. I'm I'm a customer, and then and then through our um, through our huge base of of users, uh, able to collaborate and and uh, and build something special. How many syndications have you done so far? So personally, I just closed my twentieth uh, syndication. Congrats! That's a that's a lot. Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate yeah. that. I'm sure you had a lot of fun doing that, and you're getting to use your platform to do it as well, and just seeing the results on everything growing, right? And your users, I'm sure your investors are loving using Syndication Pro as well. And I think one thing I like about it too is you can actually see as a user, you can see all the different syndications out there that you're publicizing. And you're like, dang, I missed that one. I should grab that one as well. I missed that opportunity. Maybe the next one comes up, I'll grab it. It goes quick because you guys you know, make announcements of a new uh, syndication and then it closes within a couple of days, you know? Yeah, that, that I highly attribute, uh, of course, of course, to just doing good deals and over time building up a strong investor network, but also um, having that reservation process and, and having people be able to be in tune with what's coming up and and stay stay up to date with your pipeline, uh, so that your investors are you know they're they're keeping an eye out they're they're waiting for that next deal, and so with a platform like Syndication Pro, we publish it. We have all the information our investors need. So they, they, they sign in, they review all the details they need. Maybe they get in touch if they have some other question. But like I said, 90% will just will, will review. They have the details they need. They'll invest. And so within 24 to 48 hours, we're, we're meeting, you know, we're meeting our, our raising goals. And, and so that's what a lot of our uh, clients also uh, get to experience is, is the, the power of scale uh, with that. So the soft reservations matter. It, it makes sense and it matters because upfront you're giving them awareness of the next, next uh, target property, the examples of information and, you know, they can kind of like warm themselves up to be ready. Hey, I'm actually ready. I should start thinking about it. And once you guys open it up, they already are kind of softly committed, but it makes it so fast for them to say, yeah, I'm in, let's go and press the button. Right. Exactly. And, and you can, as your deal comes up, you can add more details to the reservation and, and you can kind of tease out some information so that you can prepare them for what, for what's ahead. Because as you know, you can't raise money until you have all your legal documents and all, you know, everything in place. And so there's like a period of time you're, you're biting at your nails, uh, kind of trying to answer that question. Do I have enough capital lined up? to do this raise. So with a reservation, as we do deals, we know going into the deal that 
we have 5 million in reservations, for example, the deal is going to take 3 million in equity. So we can, we can relax. We, we know that the investors, they already have, uh, you know, a little teaser on the deal. And so we can focus on due diligence and other things that matter. We don't have to be, we don't have to have anxiety about, man, I need those legal documents. I need to get this raise going. I have no idea, you know, how, how, what my investor demand is. So we're able to solve for those questions. Yeah, I can't imagine how people would do it without a syndication platform because how would you feel not knowing your reservations and not having a soft reservation or a soft commitment or having any information to provide them over time so they can track the daily activity? It makes you feel like uh, uncertain if you can actually do the syndication because you're kind of like not fully committing, right? Or not having one soft commit. Yeah. So I think that's one of the great investment uh, parts of the platform as well. Having the soft commitments makes them it makes everyone ready and comfortable, knowing the fact, hey, I have soft committed three million. Even if I take sixty percent, you know, you still have over one and a half million uh, already com committed, and you know who performs, and you can probably track over time who's actually commit soft committing and fully committing, yeah. and see who soft commits and doesn't commit. And then you exactly. get knowing, okay, these people based on performance, they have the funds, the ability, and they want to invest, and they are a part of the team, right? Investment team. Mm, exactly. Okay, great. So what are the challenges that um, you guys are currently working on and the things that you look forward to uh, publishing or future uh, adding to the platform soon? So challenges, um, it, it's, we have an amazing roadmap and a lot of things, a lot of things written up and a lot of stuff coming and uh, you have to stay patient because you cannot develop big features uh, you know, really quickly, like it takes time, right? Even with a big development team of over 20, uh, 20 designers, engineers, um, programmers, it, it still takes time to get through these. So, so that's a big challenge um, is of course, uh, making, making sure we're building the right features, we're making the right optimizations, uh, we're keeping the infrastructure stable. Right. So at, at, every time you add on new features and add on new, new sets, you're 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 tweaking the overall overall infrastructure of, of the platform. So making sure that uh, you're just keeping up with with everything to make sure that the experience is stable and snappy and quick for the for the users. Uh, and so what what we have what we have coming uh, that's really exciting. A few things uh, is uh, ACH pay ACH and check payments. So when you're making distributions from the software directly, you'll be able to submit payments. And so based upon the investor's preference of getting an ACH or check, the platform will send the ACHs directly to the investors and mail the checks. So uh, the checks will be printed and mailed directly to your investor. You'll never touch, never touch an envelope again. Uh, and then those payments, those statuses are available to your investors. So if you submit payments today and, and it takes a couple of days to clear potentially ACH payment or the check is in the mail, right? It's, it's to be delivered. Your investor can see that status. So they're not asking you, Hey, you know, did you send, did you send the distribution? Did you not? They can see it. Uh, so that's a big, it's a big feature. Um, quickly following that will be the ability to fund investments so that the investor through that investment process, could act, can actually fund their investment. They don't have to go offline to do a wire transfer or uh, mail a check. So it's it's really an all-in-one uh, solution. There, uh, we have we have a lot a lot slated. Uh, I could talk for a, a long time about this, but uh, you know, over the shortest term uh, is are those ACH payments. Um, more robust waterfall calculations, getting getting uh, asset management into the platform, for example, uh, integrations with other property management companies as well and, and other softwares, um, getting the deal side of things, so the pipeline, uh, managing managing deal flow, uh, even even doing things like underwriting uh, models, uh, all all of that. Uh, just a just a sneak peek. Our, our roadmap is uh, a mile long, so nice. uh, prioritizing.
I, I like it. I think that's a great roadmap, and it's always good to see that you guys, you know, are active uh, syndicators, and you have a good roadmap because you can see what's how the market's changing, how to adapt quickly, and things you can do to build. And I think uh, for you guys, building a whole ecosystem that surrounds syndication world is the best way to do it. Even though it gets big and it's gigantic to manage, but the fact that if you can control whole platform ecosystem, it makes it easier for a syndicator operator to say, "Hey, I have one platform. It's so easy." Just kind of like Apple, right? In, in the sense mm -hmm. that you they control the ecosystem. Them. But it makes it easy to have, especially when you have deal flow, you can analyze the whole deal and track everything from start to finish and go full circle. But that makes people more comfortable to invest more and more heavily into uh, syndications and real estate investing because you know everything's there. You know your numbers better, faster, easier. And it's all about building relationships and having a platform to do that makes it so much better. And more and more people will start investing more and everyone grows together. I like it. And that's a great moment. I, I love the ACH pay payment part too. The fact that you can start, you know, soon start having everything going both ways, get rid of the wire transfers, just all direct ACH in-house in the system uh, directly with the third-party banks using APIs. That makes it so much more comfortable and smoother process than, you know, going, going offline and just, you know, double verifying wire transfers, the numbers, accounting and tracking and receiving. It gets a little scary sometimes for when you're, putting, when you're putting a lot of money out there right you want to make double check everything's there yeah yeah exactly okay great you know i think this, this is such a great episode i had so much fun talking to you um how can people reach out to you and learn more about syndication pro how to you know subscribe and things like that yeah the the best way to learn more is syndicationpro.com uh, holdfolio.com is my real estate company each of those sites there's an about us page, my phone number, my emails there. My, e my email is jacob at syndicationpro.com or jacob at holdfolio.com. So feel, feel free to reach out directly. Um, mention, mention Matt, Matt and this, and this podcast. Uh, well, if you do end up using syndication pro, we'll give you 30 days uh, free as an extra incentive there. Uh, so, so keep that in mind for, uh, you know, any, anyone with, Anyone a friend of the Truth About Real Estate Investing uh, podcast will we'll take care of you. I like that. I appreciate it. And that's great for the audience. Be sure to I'll let them know. We'll put it all in the show notes. That way you guys can subscribe, check out Syndication Pro. You guys want to be investors, you know, definitely do that. And if you want to talk about, you know, syndicating and becoming a passive investor to uh, Folio, I am also a passive investor to Folio as well, just so you guys know, um, and an active syndicator on Syndication Pro side of, of things. But let me know, let Jacob know anything you guys need, and we will talk to you guys soon. So, you know, be sure to check out our podcast, uh, The Truth About Real Estate on Facebook, YouTube, Apple, of course, and we'll see you guys soon. Thanks so much. Thanks a lot, Matt. Thanks, everyone.